Hello and welcome to the third in the series of podcasts for the Scottish Music Centre called In Tune. My name is Keith Beatty and I'm delighted to have an exciting new artist, Alice Bentley. Hi Alice, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, surviving. Smashing <laughs> your coating. Not, not to, to be honest, like, although it's awful what's going on, it's it's been the first time in a long time that I've had like a break from doing nothing. Like, oh, that's good. So it's good in that sense. I'm trying to trying to see the best of it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's definitely now. It's like, what? How many? How many days have we been in lockdown? I don't know. It's like eight weeks. I think at least now though that we've been. I think high. I think on like the sixth week, I hit that point where I was like, "Oh my god, this is it." <laughs> I was like, "This isn't fun anymore." <laughs> have you got some kind of structure? Uh, well, it's been pretty difficult because, like, my full-time job is a, like, I work in a cafe, uh-huh. so I've not even been able to do, like, work as a routine. Uh, so I've been trying to get up when Callum gets up to do his PhD work and all of that, but honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's been a while since I last saw you. We saw you at Belladrum. I met you up at Belladrum oh. last year. Oh, Belladrum. And gutty that's not happening this year, obviously. It- honestly breaks my heart I've I've gone to Belladrum since since I was eight every wow. year since I was eight so it's I was a bit like oh no <laughs> um so what got you into music Alice in the first place mm, there definitely wasn't like you know when a lot of people talk about that moment where they're like I'm gonna be a musician and this is gonna be it I think it just gradually happened and because I was in the Highlands um obviously Face Ross the like traditional Scottish uh, organization was a big thing. So I remember them coming to to our school and being like, oh, this is a different way of music if you want to play it. And I played I played the cello in school. That was my first <laughs> instrument, very cool. Uh, but it was classical um, and I didn't particularly enjoy it. I didn't enjoy like the structure of, of being like, right, this is very serious. You've got to, you've got to, you know, practice for half an hour every night and do all this and it just I didn't find it fun and then um when I went to face Ross it was like they just piled everyone in a room and they were like you'll you'll figure it out you'll pick it up don't worry I think it was maybe it was definitely face Ross why I was like yeah I'd like to do this and then I think my parents have always been really into music neither of them are musicians but Mm -hmm. they've always appreciated music so I think it kind of just happened really I was like I'll try this out (laughs) Totally. No, I, I, the face Ross thing's incredible. Having seen it firsthand as well, and and also having met your parents, I can totally tell. Like from <laughs> up the road, that I firing you up. It's great. Face um, Ross was amazing. It was like honestly, it was the thing that was the best bit of my childhood, really, because they do like a week in Liverpool. That's right. Um, and it it was such good fun. Aye. Like I feel so sorry for all the tutors and stuff having to deal with like. I know. Hundreds of kids for a week, but and I in that old school, it's in that school, yeah. isn't it? I, yeah. that's amazing. So, how did that change then? When you was it when you moved? Obviously, when I first met you, it was a singer songwriter kind of folk mm-hmm. stuff. But was it? Did you change how you write from moving down to Glasgow, or was it changing anyway? Or what? What impacted that? I think I so obviously did the face Ross thing and then started playing guitar and was like, Oh, I can sing, I think. (laughs) Uh, So I started doing all of that and I kind of, I enjoyed doing folk music. It was really good. Like it was lovely, but 
but it got to a stage where I was just I was a bit bored like I kind of I kind of found that I'd popped myself in this like wee bubble and was like oh yeah I'm a singer-songwriter um but when I moved to Glasgow I started going to a lot more gigs that weren't like folk orientated so I think the first band I saw at the Barlands was Catfish and the Bottlemen and it was like it was incredible I was just like no I don't want to be a folk singer I want to be a rock star (laughs) for sure but it was it was probably that I think it was just like being immersed in different genres of music and I loved I loved going to gigs where it wasn't so much like when I was playing folk music it's quite an intense thing like people really respect folk music I think so when you go to a gig it's like silent and people are like shh don't talk like yeah you know appreciate the music and then when you go to you know pop concerts or you know rock or punk or anything like that I think people are there's there's more of a like excited atmosphere mm-hmm. I think that's kind of why I was like yeah I'd quite like to do this so right. yeah I think it was just that that's cool and, and so are you writing how's your writing process how's that change that changed through what you're writing completely so I think when I was doing I think when I was doing the folk music stuff I was kind of just like there wasn't really a process to it I'd just sit down and write kind of write whatever came out but since doing uh pop music I was working with Prides and they've obviously they're a very they were a very successful band and they did a lot of writing sessions which I'd never heard of before I was like what the hell is a writing session (laughs) um (laughs) So they kind of taught me a structure on how to write music, which was incredible. I was so interested in it. So it's, I wish I could say that there was like a full process where, you know, you sit down and you go, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I write every song, but every song is different. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, it's good to, to learn about the theory behind how to write a song. That's what I find quite interesting now, but Yeah. yeah. And who did you, you were on Music Plus like way back, probably one, mm-hmm. the third year of Music Plus, I think you were on, the first Highland yeah. year. So who were you working with and how did that sort of affect you as an artist? And... I worked with uh, Robbie Dunsmore, cool. who was incredible. Mm-hmm. I have, like, honestly, he, he's from, he's actually from Dingle as well. That's right. He, he has a big, like, like dance music background. Uh, a very well respected like DJ and just someone that you know the ideas that he comes up with I was just like this is great and it was really cool because obviously I'm I was on the folk scene at that point and he was kind of on the other like spectrum of it uh, so it was really interesting to hear all the things that he'd done and it was also really nice because he was from Dingwall he's like yeah you, you you can do whatever you want to do it's not because you're in the highlands you feel like you're so far away from you know that kind of like music scene and he was like no I live in Dingwall and I can do this so <laughs> that was really really good it was really nice to meet other musicians as well I think that was the best thing about it mm-hmm. you know people that were your own age and I was kind of the only person at my year in school that did music like that so it was nice to meet other kids my own age and be like oh cool there is like a wee community you can make sure. you can make that so that was that was really good I loved music plus it was great mm-hmm, that's cool there's also a really, I noticed that we've seen great scene in Glasgow, which obviously you're part of, mm. and quite a few other people in, in Music Plus are, are around. It's a nice wee scene forming. Totally. It was quite nice to see it in Belladrum last year. Like I remember looking over at the stage and going, man, there's all those, that's a great wee scene. That's yeah, I know. Well, I think um, 
Ailey Haddon, uh, she did stuff with Music Plus and hit yeah. the road. Yeah. And now she's like one of my best pals. So that, like, I, I love that. But most of, most of my friends that I've got down here are from music. So that's it, great. it's lovely in that sense. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. And the coronavirus situation that we're finding ourselves in now, like, how has that sort of affected you? Affected your plans? Obviously, you've been an artist. Yeah. About it, re- releasing stuff. It's been weird. It's been it's been strange. I think as well because basically my plan was I wasn't going to release like an EP or an album or anything like that. I was just going to do set singles, and with every single, I was going to have a music video, and I was going to have you know a lot of promotion uh, and stuff like that. And obviously, now that there's lockdown I can't do music videos and I can't really do the things that I want to do I'm lucky because I record everything in the house so it's not affected that that bit that much but in terms of getting out there it has been quite difficult but I think it's just I think it's just trying to find that new norm so Mm -hmm. hopefully I think what I was going to do was release a song this month but I've actually postponed it and I thought you know what I'll wait because because I think I'm doing the singles I want it to have a big impact and I released Perfect Stranger uh, a couple just at the start of lockdown and it did it did well but it didn't do as great as I wanted it to do like come up my first track that I did got like I think like 30,000 plays or something within the first two months Mm -hmm. and Perfect Strangers hasn't really hit that and I do think it's got a lot to do with people being stuck in their house. Because when I look at my statistics, uh, the times that my songs were played the most was eight to nine in the morning, uh, Monday to Friday, and then like 10 o'clock to midnight on a Saturday or whatever. So it's definitely people aren't going out or going to work or listening to music as much. But yeah, it's very interesting. interesting. Like That is interesting. Yeah. Right? Um, but, yeah. So you said, I that's cool and in terms of the future for you then your the singles and, and think you still plan to do that release singles I think so I think so mm-hmm. I think now especially with streaming mm-hmm. it's it's quite strange because people I'd love to be an artist that could release an album and know that it would do well but mm-hmm. I think people lose interest so quickly that I yeah. think it's good to like stagger that out and be like okay this is a single this month, this will keep people occupied and then it's like next month. So there's something constantly there instead of being sure. like, here's all of my work. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> See you next year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fingers crossed. I really like, I was desperate to play live. I haven't played, haven't played a gig in like five years or something ridiculous like that. So I was, that's kind of what I was planning before lockdown happened. And then Great. <laughs> so you haven't gigged this stuff out live then at all yet? No, nothing. Nothing at all. So uh I was doing a couple of rehearsals before and it's such a good feeling when you haven't done mm. it in so long. I was like, yes, I'm ready to do this. But <laughs> you know um, I look forward to that then, hopefully when this was all over. I know. Cool. Fingers crossed. I'm sure it'll you know, good things come to those who wait. Exactly. Listen, Alice, that's completely brilliant. It was brilliant speaking to you and catching up with you. Thank you very much. Um, all the best yeah you too